Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the Stoner, and this is episode 132. Stoner's going to tell me probably after the fact if my voice sounds a little underwater as mm. I've got the music playing underneath us here today on episode 132. Uh, we, of course, stream live every Wednesday right here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can catch us on your favorite audio platforms right after that. In fact, there may be more and more places that you can catch us as the future brings great things to those who put good into the world. And I think we put a lot of good into the world, Stoner. And one of those good things that came back to us uh, was our new partnership with the Believe Network. Believe Network, man. They're, they're the number one sports or the number one content provider. I forgot the exact phrasing because I don't have it up. But they are the number one content provider in the world they have like over 500 shows 800 guests uh 800 hosts and they reach like 40 million people so they're yeah. they're a huge huge network. absolutely for those yeah. maybe not familiar with believe network anthony armstrong who we had on recently does their commander uh, specific pod of course mm. we'll be in addition to that and we're always going to cover Kind of those dc sports we do focus primarily on the commanders because the biggest game in town especially with all the good things coming to them with josh harris so we appreciate believe believing in us and uh and so we're looking forward to this partnership here thanks trout for the congratulations here and that is actually a great lead-in into today's warm-up topic which is that it's been drama free with josh harris really like we've had a lot of good things coming and it seems like and 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 Logan Paulson actually talked about this uh, recently on air. There's not this like negativity. The cloud is gone. There is. It, it's not completely drama free. I, we have had one incident with Jamin Davis and him potentially having to serve, you know, some not insignificant number of time in jail. But outside of that, Stoner. I, I really don't think there's anything negative. I mean, we're getting we're getting articles right now about how DC wants the stadium. How about Virginia wants the stadium? Maryland wants the stadium. We are six months removed from when none of them wanted the Washington Commanders to be there, and now they're all fighting over themselves to to get this spot. Yep, yep. yep. This is a different this is a different era for us. How it does is. that make you feel? Yeah, it is definitely a different era, and it's just not one of those things that where you're just kind of saying it and hoping that it comes to fruition, you know, uh, speaking it into his existence. It's not one of those. It is a different era. There is no black cloud hanging over this team. For years and years, it was they're cursed because of the name. Okay, they changed the name. Oh, well, it's never going to get better as long as Dan Snyder is the owner. Okay, Dan Snyder is no longer the owner. So all of that ill will, the curse, just the stigma, the black cloud, whatever you want to call it, it's all gone. Mm -hmm. It's all gone, and it's like a fresh start, and it's 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 a honeymoon period. Make no mistake, there's there's going to be a time where that marriage sure. is going to run into some uh, some issues. But right now, it's a honeymoon period, and we should enjoy it. Yeah. We should be happy that we don't have all that stuff hanging over us, and then. With the training camp, that really helped too. The mm -hmm. way they redid the the stands. Yeah, put, excellent job by Jason put, Wright and and uh and yeah, I heard team. they put two million dollars into that. 
That Good. wasn't just some, you know, that's uh, those stands, stands look over. pretty fancy. Those stands. Yeah. I really wish I, you know, I, I wish I was back in the area to be able to experience it all next week. Um, Stoner gets to go next week. And if Trev's good, he's going to be going next week. And that's exciting because I want I want to get some firsthand experience. If you've been there, if you're one of our listeners and you've been there, please chime in. We've got lots of people here already chiming in. Nicole, Trout, hey, Scotty in the house as well. Aunt Jay, Josh Kirby, thanks for the congratulations. Joshua talking about how there is more and more media at practices. And mm-hmm. there's more and more national media kind of paying attention as well. Sure. And, it's, and it's kind of all good things. They're they're. National media uh, is excited about Eric Bienemy being here and what he can bring to this offense. Yep. We're having uh, up with Kate, right? Adams, who was there at uh, training camp today, and she's talking to people, and she's a believer in Sam Howe, calling him the wolf, mm-hmm. uh, which is obligatory uh, out there. But uh, so it, when was the last time? I know, I know it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. Last time there's been this much good spirit and, and it kind of, I have an answer that's going to be a bit surprising, but I want to hear your answer. And of course I want to hear your answer in the comment section as well. Well, my, mine might be a little bit surprising too, because I think 2021 was kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe not as full blown, but because of the pandemic year, when you didn't have any fans, not, not just not going to practices and everything and getting ready, but there were no fans at games mm-hmm. and that was only a few short years ago. So then the next year when they came back and it was down in Richmond and it was chase young off his rookie of the year, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick being signed and we thought yeah, he Fitz was going to be magic and all that. So that was, that was good, but you, you still had that, that bad stuff because right before camp is when the Washington post stuff came out yeah. about everything with Dan Snyder and, and Bruce, I think, had just been fired fairly. So there was still that cloud hanging over, but there was some goodwill at that time. So I'd say that 2021 probably for me. I agree. I, I That's actually why I thought mine was going to be surprising because it was mm-hmm. a lot sooner and it was still under uh, yeah. Dan Snyder. And it, was, right. it wasn't really – there wasn't really a lot on the field to necessarily be excited about because Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, while could be exciting, you know, you know that he that's – a, that's a bridge QB. Sure. Um, you know, the defensive rookie of the year. So you're exciting, you're excited about chase things. But I do remember talking with you and Trev about how it, it felt like a different era back then because mm-hmm. you have Tanya Snyder who's going out and she's mingling with fans and sure. she's like throwing footballs to, to uh, fans. And it was, we thought we had <clears throat> something different because that was actually the first year Dan Snyder was kind of suspended from the NFL. Right, right. We had to step away from day-to-day business. And it just, it was it was fake. How does this one, Stoner, then feel different from 2021? Yeah, and, and it's just that that we were talking about. With, with Dan out, we just don't have that black cloud of everything that he brought. Sure, Tanya had taken over, but again, it was that whole investigation and it was uh you know dan was toxic and sure they were doing something about it with jason wright we met jason wright at camp that year and julie donaldson and tanya snyder and all that yeah, some so good making, really good hires in 2021 right they were making moves in the right direction so you felt that but this year this year it's just it's a it's a restart it's a it's almost like an expansion franchise that we got here 
it kind of feels like that because the energy is like, it's like, oh my gosh, we have a team again. Well, you had a team last year. Not really, because we couldn't really enjoy what the organization was. So this is like an expansion franchise, and, and that's kind of the whole feel because you know you have hope. We always talk about it. Yeah. We have hope that these new owners are going to do what's necessary off the field to take care of the guys so that they can perform on the field, which makes us all happy. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to circle back to that franchise comment in the cool down. So we're going to, I want to mm. come back to that franchise <laughs> comment and the, in the cool down, because that's yep. an interesting note there. Uh, TJ is saying in the chat, 2012 was a time that felt different. Uh, Gus saying differently there. He's going to go back all the way to 2004 when Papa Joe came back. Yep. Sure. Joe Gibbs 2.0. Lots of excitement around that. Mm -hmm. uh, he also, Gus is also disagreeing because no one knew RG3 was going to be quite that success. But I will disagree with Gus in the sense that 2012 did feel different because Washington made that gamble. They moved up to two. They got, they mm. got this exciting young player. Mm. And even if, 2012 didn't turn into this just magical year well uh, with it RG3. did it did turn into a magical year but there yeah. was a lot of buzz because you get this young player you think that you have your franchise quarterback when you take mm -hmm. a qb at number two you think you're set for a decade and then he turned into you know that that one year wonder player that he was just that it was so exciting to see him in 2012 and i was deployed which it was very exciting to watch it from afghanistan but um, the I think both of those are good answers. Yeah, Joe Gibbs 2.0 is a, is a solid answer. RG3 was a solid answer as well. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how this one feels different from those five years from now. So we'll have to see and revisit this idea and how this era has kind of started. And it, there is a lot of hope. And so not only for our... Um, our listeners live here on YouTube with us, but for our audio listeners, if you want to chime in, you can hit us up on any of our socials at ref the district. And uh, we'd love to hear that answer for you moving to the drama that did happen. Yes. Stoner. Um, I, I got to ask the people in the, in the chat here who are watching is Nathan going out in and out or am I going in and out? Cause like, you're frozen and you're like, you sound like a robot, hmm. but I don't know if that's just to me. Or I was about to say, cause everybody. no one, it seems Wait. smooth to me. Okay. I think you might be smooth now. Okay. We're going to continue on. Yeah. Part. Yeah. TJ saying neither. You're okay. Just, Maybe you're, it's just, it's just stoner. It's yeah. Just stoner. Way okay. to, way to break the flow of the show here. Stoner. Let's move to what I know, the but drama is. All I yeah, hear is fair. Yeah, Josh is saying stoner, Trout saying neither. Now okay. it's fine is what we're hearing. We do appreciate that. We have a code right. phrase that we normally use, uh, which is burgundy and gold when there's something that goes on. So there's a little insider uh, trading <laughs> action for you. If you ever hear us go burgundy and gold or you see EP in the chat say burgundy and gold it's usually someone's got a mic issue that they gotta fix so uh, <laughs> right, right. in this case everything's good now by the way everything is I, good. i'm sorry i derailed everything go ahead it's all right that uh, you're not the only one who's de derailed everything derailing yeah. the good feeling of the start here is jamin davis yeah 
it's time to come do. And I feel like this is such bad. And this kind of how the team kind of feels, right? Is being a fan of this team feels is you get something good happening and then something hits you in the face. And it's not something like immediate. It was This is something from a year ago, year plus mm-hmm. ago, that mm-hmm. now is just coming to, you know, you're ha- we're having to pay the piper here, or rather Jamin Davis is, as he was caught going 145, 114. 114 in a 45 mm-hmm. a pedestrian zone and he tried to plead out of this there was an agreement between his defender his defense attorney and the attorney uh, prosecution for mm-hmm. eight days no more than eight days in jail mm-hmm. the judge denied it that's right there's some history stoner why yes. don't you give us that yeah, in uh, 2021, I believe it was like December 20th, somewhere around there. I don't have the exact date. In 2021, in, he got busted for driving like 84 in a 45. It was 89 in a 45. They Eight. they reduced it. They reduced to it to it to an 84 so that he wouldn't be hit so hard with uh, the penalties. Mm-hmm. Just a few days later, three or four days later, he was driving home with Benjamin St. Juiced in one car, and in another car behind him was DeShazer Everett and DeShazer's girlfriend. They had an accident behind him, and DeShazer Everett unfortunately lost his girlfriend in in a traffic accident, and the reason was speed. Nothing else. There was no there were no drugs. There was no alcohol. It was just plain speed. They were driving too fast for the conditions. So that's number two incident that happened to him. Then just three months later in March of 2022 was this incident going 114 and 45. That's this. This is a pattern of behavior now. This is not something to where he just did one time and you say, fix it. This is fix it. The first time, no. Lose, somebody lose a life close to you, no. And then you're doing it again. And that's why the judge says, we're not having this plea deal because he's shown a pattern of behavior. Yeah, too lenient. Eight days was too lenient. So he's going to get hit pretty hard. I think he's going to get a month in jail, not a month like of, of community service. Sure. We're talking like a month in jail he's going to get. It, it will least. be interesting to see that I don't think he's going to get hit with the max, which is 12 months. Uh, but you you bring up the DeShazer Everett, which DeShazer uh, was going 90 miles per hour in a 45 is what the police had reported mm-hmm. uh, before hitting several trees and rolling his the car. He got himself injured. His girlfriend, Olivia Peters, died from that incident. So, right. And this is the one that, like that's got to be the wake up call. But, like I get it. The three days prior, he's speeding. He gets caught, but he got off with a warning, mm-hmm. right? He gets off and he thinks like, okay. And he's young. And when we were all young, we thought we were invincible. Mm-hmm. Three days later, that's proven to be fatal, right? And it's and it wasn't a situation, Nathan, to where it was, you know, something that happened to a teammate. It wasn't just that. He was there. He was part of that group that was traveling home from dinner that night. So, it again, it's not like, 
okay, when you have like the Montez sweat situation, whose brother, his brother was murdered. And you say, you know, that's bad. I feel terrible for Montez and his family, but you weren't there. So you're not quite as connected. Jamin Davis was there when that happened to DeShazer. That should scare you straight. And not just that, but 114 in a 45 is absurd. It's an absurd speed. Yeah. And so you should be jailed I, just on that I, alone. I, I don't disagree that it's an absurd speed, but to me what makes the whole situation absolutely just asinine and ludicrous is the fact that it's not 45 on a back road. Mm-hmm. This was in an area, this was like a crowded area. This is there's again pedestrians that potentially were around. And we don't know the exact situation. We can't tell you that it was a crowded street. We're not gonna uh go into these crazy details. We don't even know. We know that this was an area where pedestrians could be. Mm-hmm. And he's going this kind of speed. And that to me is what just makes this ludicrous. At one in the afternoon. Yeah. Not not late at night to where people are not going to be out there but like you said in this area where people are known to to be at in the middle of the day and and the the big thing about it is first of all if his name was milo eifler he'd have been cut already absolutely but because he's jamin davis and he's a first round pick and he's ron rivera's first ever pick and you remember why Ron this really is, liked thank him. you for bringing this up. This is the, he's the poster boy for a Ron pick. This is a kid who's got a quality background, military mm-hmm. parents. He's supposed to be like mm-hmm. just good through and through, not somebody you have to, yeah, buttoned up. Not you, you don't have to worry about him off the field and on right. the field. He's going to produce, right? That, that's all we ever heard about Jamin Davis is just again, his he, character was not going to be a question. Right. And here we are in going into his fourth year. And and what's disappointing more going to the field? Okay. There's a lot of things that are disappointing off the field. Um, because reckless driving is is just again, it's very dangerous and it could be fatal, as mm-hmm. DeShazer Everett found out with his girlfriend Olivia Peters. What's disappointing for Jamin on the field is this is a guy who kind of struggled his rookie year started to get on track his second year and you were expecting again to start making even more strides mm-hmm. as he g- gets along here and now as Gus Bus put in the the chat if he has a pro bowl year which is probably unlikely what are you doing with his fifth year option is this something you're taking the linebacker yeah. position is being devalued right you got this guy here who potentially serving some amount of jail time this year whether or not yeah. before the season or after the season he's going to end up spending jail time yes i just don't see any way that he gets around that so well he's not going to get a fifth year option i don't even if he has a pro bowl year and he fixes everything off the field. I mean, linebackers just don't get it. We looked at last year's potential uh, fifth-year option folks, linebackers from three-plus years ago who were drafted, and not a single one of them were given the fifth-year option, the first-round linebackers that were selected. So he's not going to either, even if he turns into a pro bowler. I mean, just regardless of how he plays, I don't think he's getting a fifth-year option just because of the position he plays. 
Like if he was a running back, if he was uh, Saquon Barkley, if he was Jonathan Taylor. Well, I don't think Jonathan Taylor was a first rounder. Maybe he was. But they're just not giving out fifth-year options to linebackers and running backs, period. No. They're just not doing it. Yeah, so, you can definitely get them uh, a lot cheaper uh, these days than uh, what, oh, yeah. uh, what they are. So that is uh, – it, it's an interesting to think about. I want to get away from the ne- negativity. Though. Sure, absolutely. Um, did need to mention there that this has been brought to you by the Don't Sleep Don't Sleep Energy. Head out to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the code REF the district, get yourself 10% off your entire order. Great sugar free or sugar if you want that energy drinks. They also have some amazing gear that you can get. That logo is absolutely sweet. So, again, don't sleep energy.com. Use the code REF the district, get yourself 10% off. When we get to the game, we are fired up about the camp. EB is also fired up, yelling at refs, players. I mean, if you were in his his, uh, zone, you were getting yelled at. All that's coming up here in the game. Stick with us.